Well, by God's grace, we will defy odds. We will reach people for Christ. We will, by his power and grace, reach our part of his creation. I was a little bit overwhelmed this morning by what I experienced. And in a few moments, many of you will join me. I'm inviting everyone, even if you're watching on television, if you want to come down around noon, we're going to go right next door, and I'm going to have a a short prayer service there. And we're going to invite everyone that's in these buildings, this building, to go next door. And we're going to have a hard hat party. You don't need a hard hat, but we just called it that. Did you see the, uh, the article in the, uh, Cur- in the uh, Commonwealth Journal uh, yesterday? I loved it. Thank you, editor. Um, Tower of Love. And it's a beautiful article about our building. And it depicts what I believe we're trying to accomplish with our new third space, our bridge we're calling it. It's not going to be just for young people, but certainly young people are going to have an ability to use it. But today I want to talk about that courage that Forrest alluded to. That potential I talked about with our children's and our children's message. Not to throw away your talent. This morning, I want us to read from the screen. Certainly, I invite you to use your Bibles. Joshua chapter 1 verses 1 through 10. Turn there with me, please. I'm going to read it for us. You follow along in the Bible or on the screen. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aide, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 6, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, Get your supplies ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go and to take your possession of the land. The Lord your God is giving for your own. Joshua was one of those rare men, but godly men, that was 
a person that reaches full potential. This full potential. And I believe it doesn't have to be rare. God allowed us to see into Joshua's heart and how this took place. And I believe it's God's desire that men and women, young people, begin to reach their full potential in Christ. I could give you numerous New Testament examples from the disciples, from the early church, of people who have reached their full potential. I'm, I'm so excited about what God is doing in our community. But it is also a burden of mine that each of our Christians in this church begin to use their talents and not bury them, like I told the children. That you start flying. That you start being that person of God that God has called you and me to be. How do you do it? How do you become the person that God created you to be? Well, some of the inside is into Joshua's life. It's given for our edification. Three things I see in his life. First of all, Joshua, like each of us, if we're going to be reaching our full potential, was a person who listened. Who listened. Now, think about this. This is a simple illustration. God gave you two ears and one mouth. What if we listened twice as much as we talked? Do you think we'd be better off? Joshua listened. First of all, he listened to God. He was one of the 12 spies that God said, go out and spy out the land. See what's there. Ten of the 12 spies came back and said, we cannot do it. There's no way possible for us to have victory in this land. But two of the spies, Joshua and Caleb, said, with God's help, we will do it. We must do it. It's easy to listen to the voices in the world. It's easy to say to those who are crying, it can't be done. But by God's grace, it can be done. And we know the rest of the story. They were able to conquer the land because the voice of God is whom Joshua listened to. It's easy to be distracted by the voices in the world. The media, Hollywood glitz, all types of interference going on in the world. But God has a voice. The scripture clearly says, they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and shall not faint. God has given you the potential to be all that you can be. But you have to listen. Listen. What is God speaking to you? How is God speaking to you? I certainly believe, just as the wonderful Christian writer Henry Blackaby says, that God speaks. God speaks through his word. God speaks through prayer. God speaks through his church. God speaks through the circumstances of life. God speaks in that still, small voice. 
that's inside of you that you know which way to go. God is at work. And God is moving among us. Listen to his voice. It's been a difficult week here at the church. There's an empty seat on the back row of the, of the choir this morning. Yesterday at 6 o'clock in the morning, I received the phone call that one of our prize members, Jeffrey Burke, had passed away. Jeff was a wonderful friend, a dynamic Christian. Just this past summer, he was so engaged in our vacation Bible school. He loved his choir. And when it was the darkest moments of this church, Jeff stood up and said, we can do this. We can have a choir. We can have a living Christmas tree. We can do it because we must do it for the glory of God. On Friday, I was with that family that lost the 12-day-old baby. What a sad moment. But God was there. And oh, the faith of that family, the McAlpin family, the Anglin family, how they have rallied, how they've used that miracle baby to touch the lives, and God has used it to touch countless lives. Congressman Rogers lost his sister this week. We have nine people in the hospital. These are tough times. But when we listen to God, we know, just as Joshua knew, that God would never leave us nor forsake us. He will never let us go. Are we listening to God? Listen. God is speaking. That's what Joshua did. He listened to God. But secondly, he learned. He was a learner. Who, was, who, gave, who, did, who did God give the Ten Commandments to? Moses. But who was Moses' assistant? Joshua. Joshua. Joshua learned from God. He learned from Moses. He learned from people of the faith. When I was 17 years old, God called me to the ministry. I knew nothing. My father wasn't a minister. Um, I'd grown up in church, but I wasn't, I didn't have any, you know, special road to go. I didn't know which way to go. But I asked one of the pastors at our church, I said, listen, can I just come and learn from you? And so Brother Davis, for the next over a year, just, I'd come and we'd study the book of Romans together. We'd go out visiting. We would go and... Uh, involved in ourselves and different activities of the church. He encouraged me. I learned from him. He prayed with me and prayed for me. And by God's grace and by the ability just to learn, God grew me to whatever I am today. And friends, we need to be learners again. Too many of us have dropped out of Sunday school. Too many of us think we've got it made. Some people say, I'd just love to worship with you on Sunday. Well, friends, if Sunday's the only day you worship every week, 
it's not enough. You need to worship every day. You need to serve God every day. You need to pray and engage God in your daily walk. How can you actually be effective for God if you're not in prayer, if you're not reading, if you're not contemplating the great truths of God? See, Joshua listened to God and listened to Moses. And we need to learn like Joshua because he listened to God and he learned from Moses. I learned from you all. I told you last week about visiting the 100-year-old lady and uh, I just love that story. When I asked her, you know, I don't think I'll ever get to 100. What's the secret? She said, well, Sonny, don't give up. And I say to you Christians, you could say, you know, I could never teach a Sunday school. But don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give out. God may want to do something. Don't bury your treasure. Don't bury your talent. Use it for the glory of God and this church. This church has yet to reach its full potential. Oh, we're 210 years old. We haven't started reaching our full potential yet. Uh, this, this phase is just the first phase. God's given me more plans for this church. And the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. God wants us to reach this community for Jesus Christ. Are you listening to God? Are you listening? You have to learn from God. But finally, you have to leave it to God. Every single week that I've been a minister, on average, every single week, someone comes to me with a question I cannot answer. I don't understand all the ways of God. I don't understand why Brother Burkett was taken home. I don't understand why that miracle baby was birthed and then passed. I don't understand why so many people have cancer. I don't understand why there's such an epidemic of drugs in our community. I don't understand some things of the scriptures, but I know this. When I can't understand God's ways, I trust God's heart because God's heart is pure. It'll never leave us, lead us astray. It'll never take us where we cannot go. When I was with Miss Eileen yesterday morning, she had just lost her son. I'll never forget this. We were walking out of the the emergency room and she quoted a scripture verse 1 Corinthians 10 13 she said this well preacher God told us he'd never put on us more than we can bear and I trust him well, I thought to myself that is faith in action that is the truth from God himself look it up 1 Corinthians 10 13 God says, I will not put on you more than you can bear. He didn't with Job. 
and he won't with you. Many of us have had difficult times. Many of us are walking through lonely roads. Your journey seems impossible. Perhaps you've lost your job. Perhaps you've had a personal setback. Perhaps your faith has been shattered by events in your life. Perhaps the death or disease of a loved one has left you questioning God. Well, just know this. If you're one of his children, God will never let you go. God will never put on you more than you can bear. And he's waiting to help take that burden and lift it. He says in the scriptures, cast all your care upon me, for I care for you. So what will it be? Will you begin to reach your full potential? Will this church begin to reach this full potential? If we do like Joshua. I want to read you something. I don't often read long passages. But this is one of my favorite passages. And I'll tell you the author after I read it. Many of you may recognize it, but some may not. Listen to its words. Courage. The credit belongs to the man who is actively, who is actually in the arena, who strives valiantly, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who knows neither victory nor defeat. That's in many ways a paraphrase of Jesus himself who says, I wish you were either hot or cold, but because you're neither hot nor cold, I'm going to spew you from my mouth. Revelation 3. But that in the arena was from Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. He says to dare greatly. To dream. In just a moment, we're going to walk over and you're going to begin to see what God's going to do. Now, what's God going to do in that building? Somebody's asked. I wish you could have been at the first service. You know, we have a particularly young crowd in there. There's probably 250, 300 people in that space. And they're so excited. They're so excited. And you know what I did today? I said to them, I said to that part of our church, I said, you need to thank the people of First Baptist Church who's given so much so you can have this. And spontaneously they started applauding you. Many of you have given over and above the cause. I'm so thankful for you because you're going to allow this church to reach countless amount of people to help us reach our full potential. God's not finished with us yet. I want you to bow your head with me.
many of you want to reach your full potential, but you've got to learn to listen. And you've got to learn. And you've got to leave some things with God. Has God been calling you to this church? Has He been calling to yourself, Himself? If you want to become part of First Baptist Church, maybe you've never been baptized or maybe you just feel like God's leading you here, I'm going to invite you to join us. In just a moment, I want you to get up out of your seat and just meet me in the front. That's all you have to do and we'll, we'll take it from there. Father, these are exciting days. The excitement is just a bit overwhelming at times. But Lord, many of us are just not reaching our full potential. We choose not to listen to you. We've failed to learn a lot of lessons. We try to do too many things on our own and not letting you do what we need to do. So God, grow us up today. Put us on the right path. And Father, for those who need to become part of First Baptist, as they did in the first service, I pray they would do it today. Bless those who need to make decisions for you. In Jesus' name.